Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook is a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers lose a heartbreaker to the Golden State Warriors, 117-115. Some late blunders, late, some turnovers, and of course, putrid free throw shooting for the Los Angeles Lakers caused them to lose this game in the end. Guys, we're going to get into all of that, but make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. But guys, let's get it. Guys, look, I know everyone wants to talk about missed layups and the 117-115 loss to the Golden State Warriors. But guys, as I watched that game, all I could think about was the free throw shooting. Guys, you lose a game by two points to a very, very good Golden State Warriors team, 42-15. and And guys, the free throw shooting from the Los Angeles Lakers was absolutely putrid. 22 of 33, they missed 11 free throws for 66%. My goodness, you just win if you can make your free throws. Yes, Anthony Davis, 6 of 10. LeBron James, 5 of 9. Trevor Ariza, 0 of 2. Monk, 1 of 2. However, Reeves, Tucker, and Russell Westbrook made all 10 of their free throws. Tucker made all four of his. Reeves made both of his. And Russ made all four of his. Guys, free throw shooting is important. And the fact that the combined for eight misses at the free throw line between LeBron James and Anthony Davis is not good. Guys, we all know at the beginning of the season when we thought we were going to have this epic matchup uh, in, the, in, the, in the finals between the Brooklyn Nets big three and the Lakers big three, what I always spoke about was their ability to shoot the free throws well in Brooklyn. Now, guys, that team's broke up as of now. James Harden's in Philadelphia. But my point is the... Worry we had at the beginning of the season range true now. Guys, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis are elite. They are such great basketball players, but we have got to make our free throws. 11 missed free throws and your best two players are the ones who missed eight of those 11. That cannot happen. That cannot happen. Uh, so that's that's a big concern. That's all I can think about. Look, contested layups. Guys, basketball is hard. So LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, and I think Monk missed a couple, Reeves missed some. Look, guys, contested layups, like you want them to make it, but contested layups, they're, they, basketball's hard. LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, 99% of the time, they're being fouled on their layups anyway. And that's just the truth. Whether you're a Westbrook hater or not, he gets hacked, he doesn't get calls. Russell Westbrook and LeBron James are the most unfairly officiated stars in the NBA Today, period. End of discussion. They don't get the whistle they should because there are these freak physical specimens, but they're still freaking fouls. Just because they can finish through the contact, just because they're stronger, it does not mean it's not a foul. They usually routinely do not get the calls they so rightfully deserve. Basketball is hard. I want them to make the layups too. But guys, when I see 11 missed free throws, guys, they're free throws. Free. Got to have those. You got to have those. All across the board. Not just this game, next game, next game after that. They're free throws. Like people love to say, they're free for a reason. 
gotta hit those. So no, uh, a contested missed layup because they got hit upside the head, or a contested missed layup because they got hit on the arm. Look, I wanted to make those too, but basketball is hard. The free throws are the easiest points for you to get. They are free. They're not contested. There's no one hitting you on the arm. There's no one hitting you on the head. There's no bodies bouncing up against you. You're not trying to make this layup at a weird angle because there's bodies in front of you and beside you. They're free throws. That's all I can think about. Now, they need to make their bunnies, of course. But that just wasn't what I thought about as the game waned. Not just because LeBron missed the one at the end, so he had to force himself to miss the third when he had a chance to tie the game. Because they were missing them throughout the game. Your two best players in LeBron James and Anthony Davis missed eight of the 11 free throws. Next game, it might be Russell Westbrook. I say the same thing. Make your doggone free throws. I understand you shooting 10 free throws, you miss eight. I understand you, you, shoot, you shoot eight free throws, you, 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 know, you hit six or seven of them. But five of nine and six of ten? No, that's not okay. For anyone. I'm not just picking on LeBron and AD. It's what I thought about as I watched the game. And if you go back and listen, I've talked about their free throw shooting all season long, whether it's on YouTube or it's right here on the Westwood Podcast audio version. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers, there's no more victories to me. But it does appear, as a, just like Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis were saying post-game, that the deadline being over calmed everybody's nerves, which I also talked about on my last podcast. People play with a little more energy, a little bit more fire. You know, I said last podcast, I expected them to lose by 50. A bit exaggerating. My point was, I expect them to get blown out. We'll talk about Clay Thompson later on. Man, does he get on my nerves. He's great, though. But we'll talk about that. They seem to play with a little bit more fire. However, we have no wings who can guard the opposing team's guards and keep them from doing straight line drives. I mean all of them. It don't matter who out there, whether it's Monk, Reeves, Russell Westbrook. Uh, it doesn't matter who's out. Avery Bradley, he's so bad. I just They're blowing past all of our guard defenders. That is a problem. Now, in the first half of the first quarter, first uh, 10 minutes of the first quarter with Anthony Davis out there, it didn't seem so egregiously bad because Anthony Davis is back there throwing shit into the stands and altering shots. But guys, there is a precipitous drop-off once AD comes off the floor. I mean, it's just living in the paint. The same thing with Portland Trailblazers. I was just living in there. Our guards have has to take it per- personal. They cannot keep allowing straight line drives. Guys, I'm talking about without a screen. Just straight line drives. All of them. We have got to cut that out. However, I thought the team was working hard. They were getting blown by, but I felt like Anthony Davis was trying to make, make rotations. And then the next person was trying to make that rotation. And I felt like they were trying to help the helper. I did. But this defense isn't going to get good until the guards start playing defense. I, it's just blow-by after blow-by. That's what hurts. Free throw shootings and blow-bys. 
And there should not be that precipitous of a drop-off after Anthony Davis leaves the floor. I mean, my gosh, if your defense is designed to funnel to the middle, if that's what they're trying to do, then when Anthony Davis comes out, then maybe you do need to spot Dwight Howard 10 minutes. Someone else who can protect the rim because it's too easy to score in the paint. But I thought they worked hard. I thought everyone tried hard. I thought everyone tried to help the helper. I felt like THT's playing as well offensively because he's bad on the perimeter as well. Defensively, he's playing a little bit more free offensively. He's not thinking so much. Russell Westbrook didn't seem to be thinking so much. Everyone seemed to play better now that the deadline is over. Or at least freer now that the deadline's over. Now, now we will get, you know what I feel about the free throws. Now we will get into late in the fourth quarter. Look, they bring Russell Westbrook on the court and he does his job, right? He does what the coach asked him, which he has done all season. LeBron James is one of 10 in the fourth quarter. Okay, you missed shots. Whatever. All right? You guys know how I feel. Basketball's hard. People miss shots. Sometimes you have an off night. Basketball is variable when it comes to shooting. Okay, he goes one of 10. Fine. My issue is that in Portland, Anthony Davis didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. And then this game, he was one of three in the fourth quarter. Guys, why did Anthony Davis only take three shots and LeBron James take 10? Now, I'm not saying LeBron James shouldn't shoot because don't put words in my mouth. I know he's LeBron James. He's one of the best three players ever to play the game of basketball. What I'm saying is, no. in two fourth quarters, Anthony Davis has taken three shots. And the only shot he made was created for him by Russell Westbrook. It was a lob dunk on a Russell Westbrook drive. Guys, this is why I keep saying people can hate on Russell Westbrook all they want. This is why LeBron James wanted Russell Westbrook here. His ability to create for himself and for others all by himself matters. The only easy shot Anthony Davis got was a pass from Russell Westbrook. It was so easy for him. Russ drove, spun, threw the lob, dunk for Anthony Davis. All you have to do is catch it and dunk it. That is the value of Russell Westbrook. But outside of that, Russell Westbrook didn't really have the ball in the clutch at all, except for one other possession, which resulted in a LeBron James missed layup. Now, some people I hear on I see on Twitter, on social media, Russ should have just laid it up himself. Look, guys, I don't mind. He dumped it off to the 6'9, 250-pound LeBron James. LeBron James missed the layup. It is what it is. But on two possessions, the two possessions that I can see that Russell Westbrook had in clutch time in the fourth quarter. It resulted in an Anthony Davis dunk made and a LeBron James layup, although it was missed. Guys, he has to have the ball a little bit more in clutch time. I am by no means saying take it out of LeBron's hands. I am not crazy. Hail to the gnaw, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can give more of those possessions to Russell Westbrook because when the whole world knows the 37-year-old LeBron James is going to have the ball in the last five minutes of the game. It becomes entirely too predictable. You brought Russell Westbrook in to alleviate that predictability. 
give him the basketball on some of those possessions rather than sit him in the corner or in the dunker spot. I think that was the other time he had the ball. He got a pass, I believe, um, from Reeves uh, in, the, in the dunker spot. He was able to lay it up and get that in there. So he touched the ball three times. But I'm talking about the two times he was actually the creator. It resulted in layups and dunks. That's why the Lakers need Russell Westbrook. That should put to bed all of that thought of all we need is a Brun and AD. We don't need anyone else. But a bunch of role players. No, that was a good Warriors team. They couldn't even stop Russell Westbrook from getting in a paint. Russell Westbrook was 7 of 13 in the game. He had 19 points, 5 assists, 7 rebounds, 1 steal, only 1 turnover, 4 of 4 from the line, 1 of 2 from 3. Guys, they couldn't stop him from getting in the lane. He was getting there whenever he wanted. And he was very unselfish, as he always is. That's why you need Russell Westbrook on the Los Angeles Lakers. I do believe he should have the ball more. Now the Lakers fans are going to say, no, I don't want that turnover machine having the ball more than LeBron James. Guys, Russell Westbrook's turnovers are the same as it is for his career. He's at four. So stop it. Did he have games early on figuring out the offense with the people in and out of the lineup? Yes, he did. I'm not going to say he didn't. But he's fine now. His turnovers haven't been a huge problem for a while now. Especially if he's got space. You saw him create those easy layup dunks for AD and LeBron late in the game. But those are really the only two possessions with the ball he had. As far as being the creator. Now, I think LeBron James should have the ball in the clutch. I'm not saying he shouldn't. He most definitely should. He's LeBron James. But I think you can give a few more possessions to Russell Westbrook, especially if you're running action while he has the ball. He is fully capable of creating his own and creating for others. And despite what people think, the three-time assist champion is always looking to make a play for someone else. Now, I called it early on when Klay Thompson started to get hot. I uh, think I tweeted out like, Clay Thompson's gonna ruin my, it's gonna stump all over my heart again. I just don't want it to happen. I can't have it, guys. He did that. He just caught on fire, and Clay Thompson just ruined my life once again. <laughs> so uh, he's just man, man. He's one of the greatest shooters we've ever seen. He is elite at, at what he does, man. He's just so good. Everybody was freaking out with him early on, and I told everyone, calm down. Clay Thompson to be Clay Thompson before you know it. Um, and he definitely lit us up uh, versus the, or lit us up uh, on Saturday night. I mean, Clay Thompson was 5 of 9 from the three point line, 4 of 5 from uh, the free throw line, 12 of 22 from the floor, 33 points, 5 rebounds. I mean, the guy is, he's Clay Thompson. Well, his counterpart, Steph Curry, was 1 of 8 and 7 of 17. But that's the beauty of Clay Thompson, is he can do that. On an off night of Clay Thompson or of Steph Curry. Clay Thompson's gonna just look at Steph Curry and say, I got this. That's what happened. Um, so we have no wing to really bother him, putting Avery Bradley on him or Monk. You know, he's he's not even or Russell Westbrook, who's also only six three. He's not feeling those people, man. He's not even see them. It's just a straight line drive or straight line uh eyesight to the basket, and he was just knocking them in. So it is what it is. But um you know, we, Wednesday, uh, we have a game on Wednesday. I'm looking forward to seeing that, to seeing that they play with the same energy. Um, 
They play the Utah Jazz on ESPN. So you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping to play with the same energy. I hope that they really get it done in the fourth quarter late. They had troubles in the fourth quarter late versus Portland. They had trouble in fourth quarter late versus the Warriors. I'm hoping that this is a good game. And I just want to see how they execute in the fourth. And I want to see if Russ Westwood gets more possession with the ball in his hands. Um, because he he keeps the Lakers from being so predictable. He gives them another person who can create not just for himself but for others. Uh, and, I, and I think that that's important. And um, so that's why I think he should have the ball some of the times uh, in those last five minutes of the fourth quarter. So we'll see. But guys, right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Also, if you haven't yet, go check out my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. It's got plenty of liquor content over there as well. So guys, I will see you Wednesday versus the Utah Jazz. I believe it's on ESPN at 9 Central. I really, really am looking forward to that. Let's see how they execute in that game as well. But guys, as always, until next time, peace.